Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. More difficult than contact tracing James Harden in the offseason, it's the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I'm Don Denham, your host with me as always is Ruben Tomas. You can find him on Twitter at Reddit Mavericks. Ruben, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, you know, uh, getting blown out in a fancy football, but otherwise life's good. I know that feeling well uh with us as well we've got uh him lurking in the shadows we've got mr dick Novitsky himself at squish 41 on twitter squish how you doing and tabadabalous he is dabbing he is fantastic or he is drinking a fanto it's a it's a fantastic dab while holding a fanta don't try it without a waiver Yes, we don't want to be held liable for said injuries. Speaking of said injuries, we also have uh, with us one of our uh, favorite uh, listeners who always submits a wild and out question and will be answering some questions with us. We've got James Grambo with us today. How you doing, James? Doing good. Just checking my fancy lineups. Yeah. My fancy teams. How you doing, doing on them? Doing good. I'm doing good. I already got like playoff bias here, so I'm kind of like just waiting. Chilling, just like waiting to see what the – what yeah. else four's gonna be? Yeah. Lucky you. <laughs> a well, rich man better. talking amongst the starving. This sounds like fun. All right, well, so that's better. <laughs> well, uh, we've got a couple of maps things to talk about today. Uh, we did have the uh, the Mavs Media Day. Uh, I don't know how much of that you guys watched. Uh, for the most part, pretty uh, run of the mill cliches of like, oh, you know, everyone's working hard. Everyone's a good player. You know, we're just going to have to see how this figures out. We're going to give it 110%. Grass is always greener. Uh, that, oh, kind that bullshit. Of, yeah, exactly. Um, the thing that I, the one thing that I've kind of found on, amongst watching some of those videos, uh, one, James Johnson is one of the most intimidating people without doing a thing. Um, he could just sit and be intimidating. <laughs> he just looks like, scary, bro. He's, yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's like so cool. Right, oh, and you hear him talk. Dude. He's so calm, cool, collected, and like really chill. But you just like there's this air of you he can, will kill you. You could snap my neck and yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind of the it's kind of like Gus Frank and Breaking Bad, where it's just like, wow, here's this kind-hearted face, but you know, behind those eyes is murder, and yeah. or the potential for murder, which keeps you on your toes. So he does that make look- him and Jay Rich Los Poyos Hermanos? I am down for making that name. You heard it here first. <laughs> the Chicken Brothers. The Chicken Brothers. Yep. I fuck with that. I yeah. fuck with that so hard. <laughs> um, <laughs> another another thing, uh, another highlight from the media days, uh, watching uh, Rick Carlisle's uh, media day where he, he said that he thinks of uh, Josh Richardson as a starter. Uh, I don't know if that displaces THJ, but it just sounds to me like uh, starting lineup is likely going to be uh, 
Luca, obviously, with uh, THJ, J. Rich, and then plug in your forwards uh, as need be. So uh, I, I'm excited to see what weird uh, lineup combinations that Carlisle decides he wants to come up with. Uh, I, I can imagine him getting pretty crazy with it. Dwight's going to start. You think Dwight Powell's going to start? Probably. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know about that. Probably. He's coming off an Achilles tear. That would, that, my, that would be my main hang up with that i yeah. i think uh, i think it's Collie stein's job to lose in training camp you think so i think Collie stein's gonna be the starter like as yeah. of right now as of right now with kp barring, mm-hmm. yeah barring leg injury or him just having a really shitty uh training camp which i don't i don't see happening so yeah. what yeah, would y'all think of this starting what would you think of this starting lineup then if we were to have luca thj j rich uh, Kleber DFS. DFS playing the five or just like oh, I'm sorry. I guess swap Dorian Fitty Smith. He's like our small four. Yeah, yeah. And then Kleber at, at the five. Uh, I feel like it's not enough size for what like what what we're like trying to bring in in mm-hmm. terms of like you know because the, the guys that we brought in like they're all fucking big you know for their perspective positions it seems like. Well, I felt like the, where the size mismatches happened would be, uh, I guess, like, it's weird to hear what some people feel as a power forward nowadays. Like, like PJ Tucker is a power forward. You know what I mean? Like, he's a center. And he's, <laughs> or, yeah, and he's like 6'7". <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's, and what's it? Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith is like 6'7", six, 6'8", six, roundabout. Uh, Cleaver would be our big, you know? And then... You got Klebreth, uh, that would be kind of the defensive anchor. Now, this is me implying that, like, when KP is not, you know, active. Uh, they said he's progressing just fine, but I can't imagine they're going to rush him back uh, in any form or fashion. So uh, I feel like that's the line that we're going to see because, uh, you know, to for THA to re-sign for what he did, I can't imagine he's thinking that he's going to be coming off the bench. I, don't, I just don't see Tim Hardaway coming off the bench for us. Uh, we also have the schedule come out this year, which I'm really excited about. Uh, of course, we got the Christmas Day game against the Lakers. I think that's really the highlight of it. We're also, uh, I guess the league starts on the 23rd, if I'm not mistaken, and we are also getting, you know, first day dibs uh, uh, against the... We start on the 22nd. Is it they start on the 22nd? Okay, gotcha. Well, yeah. then the highlight... League, league 22nd, Mavs 23rd. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. So Mavs season starts on the 23rd. Either way, the highlight is that uh, LA Lakers game uh, on Christmas Day. Uh, best Christmas gift a Mavs fan could ask for. What are you guys looking forward to in that matchup? Uh, definitely looking forward to Luca ascending again to another plane of being. <laughs> like, I don't know, like, you know, he says he's been working on X and Y and Z, like, in the offseason. Like, I'm sure we'll see a little bit in training camp, like, him, I guess, like, the shooting. Um, he says he's been working on his passing. So, you know, um, I think he's one of those guys that like likes to elevate himself whenever there's like a big game. He and he knows it's a major game. Like the entire roster knows. Like this, like you know, you're playing against the fucking defending champs on Christmas Day. You know, prime time, seven o'clock. You know, Dallas time. So it's just uh, I'm excited to see Luca do his thing. I'm excited to see. I don't know because again, like the season is so weird. Where you know, like training camp is so uh, so condensed. You know, the season just starts like super quick, and then I'm interested to see like how like the new guys kind of you know uh, fit in. You know, whether it be um Jay Rich or even like 
Willie Cauley-Stein, like, yeah, he played a little bit, but he didn't play in the bubble. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm interested to see how those guys, like, really fit this year with them. Mm-hmm. And I think it does start with that Christmas game, even though I know we play, I think, a game before then anyway. But Yeah, we play the Suns. Yeah, I play the oh, fucking Suns. The Chris Paul Suns. <laughs> I know. We play the Chris Paul Suns. But I'm, that's going to be a fun game. Big game. Yeah, that's a yeah. fucking – that's a trap game, I think. <laughs> the Jake oh, Revenge game. It could be our – yeah. <laughs> The wait is finally over. Football is in full effect with many teams shredding their stuff. You might not be able to make a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Bet BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and even coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to BetOnline today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts i was watching uh, youtube recommends uh got me to i think it was a j jj riddick podcast with jimmy butler and butler was like they were just like who's like the toughest dude you've ever met and they'd be like dude james johnson you just do not mess he's like unprompted no hesitation <laughs> he's like that dude like that dude's hard <laughs> ain't no neck tattoo you don't want to fuck with I don't know, man. Willie Colley Stein seems like a really sweet dude. Like he's what, super chill. He just he, he he he's closer. He has the tenacity of like the weekend, um, the the art, <laughs> like <laughs> then as opposed to cocaine. I don't know. I don't know about that. He said the weekend tenacity. So I was thinking like that's what he does. Yeah, <laughs> and write sad songs. But, <laughs> Some that, bangers. That's some that's more what I was thinking. I was thinking like, who's someone that's like, you know, it's like, oh, he's a sweet guy. Like, like, I mean, he might like make some suburban housewives go, oh, because he's got face tattoos. But I don't know. Uh, the neck tattoo, I think, does feel a bit more intimidating when it's on a James Johnson neck. You know, I feel well, more exactly. Deshaun Watson uh, or Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Stevenson, Deshaun Watson, yeah, the Texans quarterback. Yeah, a very brief stint as a man that many of us forgot about. Forgotten that right there, Deshaun yeah. Watson. Yeah, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, he's gonna be uh, just throwing full court passes. Uh, so that's a forgotten Mav, man. That's a that's a, <laughs> that's for that podcast. The forgotten Mavs love that pod. So. Oh, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. What was it like being a Dallas Maverick? That would be so good. That would be definitely my mistake. Where I'm thinking I'm interviewing Deshaun Stevenson and I somehow land Deshaun Watson and I'm just asking him basketball questions. That should be how the podcast. Deshaun Watson, forgotten Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> Turn down for Watson. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so th- looking at the schedule, the only thing that really stood out to me is that because uh, they've only released the first half of the schedule, uh, we're facing the Rockets twice after a back-to-back, like at the end of a back-to-back. And I think we've, in with both of our back-to-backs or like of the three that we have, we play the Bulls first. So does that really count? I mean, <laughs> we should. It's like a scrimmage and then a game. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a game that's a professional basketball team we're playing so uh, that's the way yeah. of putting it we've got a closet yeah. bull yeah. stand here it's not nice anymore it seems like we have a lot of road games and then we have this massive home stand in february it's like seven home games in a row but I, i'm really looking forward to the first three games just sans lakers clippers back to back to back because uh luca had his like 
he's beginning to believe moment against the Clippers and went crazy. And I, I want to see that fire to start the year. I think that he found in the playoffs and just sort of asserting himself, uh, himself, himself in those first three games. Well, and, and then the, too. the new guys, like the rookies and the dudes were all excited to see a debut of like, uh, you know, is that off season goal of, a more defensive mindset going to manifest itself right away. Like that's going to be really cool because we got bigger across the board and some of that toughness we wanted. Not that, I mean, the team was tough, but I'm saying like the, the physical matchups we have now that we didn't have before, they're just going to be cool to see early against some really good teams. I will say though, that we have 14 uh, nationally televised games which is tied for second most in uh, in the league. How many do how many does the Atlanta have? <laughs> Funny you should ask. Uh, I believe they more they like have one the better question game. is yeah the better question is when do they have it? <laughs> yeah. who, who, who they, who's they against? God, I, oh my god, there's so many, dude. I need to pull it up. Uh, Atlanta, this is a setup question. Yeah, Atlanta. Nash, I know the answer. An old TV game. Is it against us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah <dude. laughs> no, who won the trade game? It's the trade bowl, apparently. The Hawks fans on Twitter are going to be like doing curls in the mirror. Getting oh, ready bro. To... bro they're this bowl. Dude, if they win that, if, if the Hawks win that, it's going to be fucking just a bad day on Twitter. We told, like, them. We told you this was it, coming. It, guys, in their defense, it is their Super Bowl. Um. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think the Hawks, seven. I just want to be clear. <laughs> Go ahead. We like Trey Young. Yeah, I, I love Trey Young. You, Hawks fans, and I'm talking specifically to the weirdos. Just shut up. We don't <laughs> care anymore. Yeah, I love I Trey Young. I, I don't hate him. We yeah. don't care. We got our guy. You got yours. Like, it doesn't have to be this like evil villain I'm, monologue in the basement the against Luca, like oh you'll see this year yeah it's like fuck I off mean, just they got the guy to clip that's sell tickets they got the guy for that so yeah i'll start point guard you'll put up nice the team didn't do as good as you wanted sell tickets they got their guy <laughs> then we got ours does danilo gallinari on the hawks make a difference <laughs> i think no. it does you know, or he's good what, offensively. What was our record last year? Like I don't know, probably like two and eighty or something like that. I can't remember. I uh, they won, that they won twenty games, right? So with him, they win twenty five. Yeah, I mean, like Danilo Gallinari. I think he's a good, like he's an awesome player. Like I mean, I just, you know, does Danilo Gallinari and Rondo make them a make them a contender in the East? I mean, I guess in the I, East, yeah. I think yeah. I think the Hawks would be significantly defend? better this year. Who Didn't they, they weren't they missing John? Sorry, James. Go ahead. Who do they defend? Who are they going to guard? The answer is no one. But they will <laughs> outscore some people. Yeah, they're, they're well, going to score like one fifty. It won't be hard to outscore people in and these. give up like one forty eight. They were twenty and forty seven last season. They were missing. I will give them this. They didn't have John Collins for twenty five games because he was roiding or whatever. Oh, that's right. They were that. still losing when he got back. So I don't really give too much so he went 35 so he'll probably win 35 games this year 35 i mean we we're burying the lead here guys they did get tony snell um, oh, that, that's a finals team 
Also, I heard a lot of people saying that uh, a Kongwu was like their number one draft pick uh, in some scouting reports as far as who was the best player in the league. So we'll see if he can replace some of the pointless minutes of Cam Reddish. Um, I, I think a coach. I don't know. Like, I think uh, a Kongwu is a great, he seemed to be a great defensive player that had a lot of versatility. Um, you know, I'm here in a, I think our, our buddy Mavs draft uh, comped him to like a, a Bam Adebayo light. Um, so that, if you add some defensive presence to that, plus I forgot they had Clint Capella. Um, so they traded Dennis Schroeder's haircut for the bigger guy with Dennis Schroeder's haircut. Um, so Ultimately, it's good that they have one guy that has like that yellow, you know, patch, patch on their head. Pink, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's good honest, to have that corner. I forgot they had Clint Bill also. So <laughs> it's been a long time since they played. I'm surprised they're still Hawks fans. It really has been a long time, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they that also got Bogdan Bogdanovich in an overpay. So we'll see. Well, I, you know, uh, Hawks fans, I, I, I wish you the best uh, in, in some cases. Uh, but ultimately, uh, if you're going to keep making this argument that Trey Young's going to be better than Doncic, it's like, listen, Doncic is already in the Hall of Fame for his European accolades. Like, it's narrative, man. It's the narrative. Narratives. Yeah, yeah, all it is, man. Every fucking year on Twitter. It's not. Yeah, it's the narrative, not the fact that Luca's statistically the greatest twenty-four, twenty-one-year-old to ever lace it up. Narrative is clear. Yeah, is narrative just like sports talk speak for I'm about to make a bad point? Yes. <laughs> I fucking hate that word. Narrative. Narrative. That's what yeah. I'm going to start saying when things don't work out for me. Guys, the real narrative is that the Mavericks are all going to put shoes on their hands and try shooting with their feet going forward. But that's really just the narrative that's out there. I would love to see that, honestly. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, let's so, see. uh, last thing, uh, of news, we did get the COVID protocols, uh, that the league is issuing, uh, out to all the players and, uh, seeing what, uh, they're going to do their best to, you know, they're still going to have games in stadiums, uh, this will not be a bubble situation. So that definitely we're going to get COVID cases amongst players. Uh, there's certain rules that we found particularly funny. Uh, specifically, uh, players are not being allowed to go to bars, lounges, clubs, attend live entertainment, game venues, visit public gyms, spas, pool areas, or large indoor social gatherings that exceed 15 people. James Harden has already like, failed the yeah, he's already... rules. <laughs> Yeah, he already fucked up like yeah, half those rules already. Break yeah. them all in one night. <laughs> the walkies, he's in Vegas and Atlanta, wherever the fuck he's at. Guys, I mean, as many strip clubs as he's been to, maybe the cure lies within James Harden's Stop. beard. Jesus he might have the antibodies. <laughs> he might have the antibodies. <laughs> he might be the. He might be the link. That's the problem. He antibodies. He might be the guy that can, you know. Ah, oh, Jesus, I don't know, man. Like, Don't there's just so that. much, like. Those strippers must have the antibodies, though. <laughs> like, I want to see what, like, what happens when someone like fucks up. Because obviously, the game, like, game time started. Yet. So technically, like, James Harden may be in trouble, like, within like his organization, but not with like the league at whole. So yeah, I'm interested. They didn't. They just implemented these. I'm sure he's yeah. grandfathered in. And like, if star players are going to get lenience, 
you know, I'm curious, like, what happens with, like, uh, who the fuck, uh, I don't know, bro, like a Dante DiVincenzo or someone, sure. like, breaks protocol and, like, you know, has to be out. Like, I know, but, like, I'm curious, like, how, like, what happens? Like, are they fined? Like, how much are they fined? Like, is there, like, a scale for the fining? Like, oh, like, you were in a strip club, you're going to get fined, like, whatever the fuck, or, like, you went to, uh, young out with some friends or whatever <laughs> like so there is such things as like a tier one and a tier two oh uh, yes okay so thing yeah, so yeah. i think I'm, I'm assuming tier one is like players and coaches and tier two is like your strength and like guys that come into minimum contact whatever like or like front office people i don't really know uh, anyway so uh anyone who is found non-compliant may also have to go through uh educational sessions of the importance of following the protocols i would love to be a fly on the wall during that or <laughs> just like yeah just like watching james harden just like slog through a powerpoint of how to wear a mask <laughs> and why to avoid strip clubs <laughs> like bro uh, it's it's like if um like you know like when you get like a like a ticket, like a speeding ticket, and you have to go to like fucking defensive driving. <laughs> yeah, you have to go to defensive masking uh, for uh, failure to social distance. Anyways, uh, impact any other team could cause punishments up to fine, suspensions, adjustment, or loss of draft choices, or being oh, forced shit. to forfeit games. Um, games, it's like case by case basis with games as far as like forfeiture and things of that nature. If there's an outbreak, um, I mean. Uh, they're just gonna have they're just gonna do what kind of the nfl is doing is like hey we got to do this by a case-by-case basis and at the one thing the nfl has uh as an advantage is they only have weekly games so they can kind of they have a little bit more time frame as opposed to like you know if the mavs have a back-to-back and they get tested on you know the day before the back-to-back and nine guys test positive i don't know if enough time will be able to allow for them to test again to prove the false positive whatever um as well as like you know they're kind of just banking that this vaccine works and i like i said in both bibs corners pop podcast in the week prior uh we're gonna see some weirdo roster games we're gonna see some weird lineups where it might just be oops all centers uh and just <laughs> like, all wings yeah oops all wings, all wings. yeah all wings <laughs> Everybody's six. Everybody's uh, six, 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 nine. There you yeah. go. Like everybody's a point forward, um, and just kind of going through that. So uh, this will be the asterisk season, is what I was getting at. Is that I think this one's just going to be super weird because it's less controlled and the the bubble, though it was very successful, it was still ultimately like logistically something they could pretty much only do for the playoffs. Okay, season stuff is uh, in the book. We're looking forward to what this regular season, or as I should call it, the irregular season. Uh, I've got some questions for James Grambo because he keeps giving us weird ones, so I wanted to pay him back. Um, James, uh, if you were a new crayon color, what would you be? What the fuck? <laughs> the fuck. Okay, good color. Um, room, workspace, car, which one gets cleaned first? The room. The room. Got, got a tidy room there. You make your bed every day? Try to. Good man. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, which Avenger would be the best basketball player? Consequently, who would be the worst? Shit. <laughs> I did not prep him on these questions. I don't watch that kind of stuff. So. James, <laughs> James, just All phone right. a friend. Phone a friend. Yeah, fo- yeah phone a friend. <laughs> Hawkeye would be the best or worst? Oh, fuck, he's the best. 
Hulk's yeah, the sharp, worst. Sharpshooter. Okay. Sharpshooter. Okay. That's Hulk's uh, the worst. Hulk's the worst. Okay. I don't know, man. I'm thinking Hulk can just just uh, destroy a rim like Shaq. <laughs> yeah, but the Hulk be outdated today's NBA though. That's a good point. <laughs> the Hulk could be just like Andre Drummond. That's a valid point. Um, uh, I, I thought Ant Man would be the best basketball. Like just as far as like I don't know versatility. You know, it's what this league's all about now. Yeah, the position. Yeah, exactly. He could be as small as Muggsy Bogues, as big as nine Bobons if he really wanted to. Giannis has changed the geometry of the game by by being able to. Uh, go from the three-point line to the rim in, like, what, two steps? Imagine doing that from half court. Full court, even. <laughs> this has gotten dumber as, as it's progressed. So, uh, moving on. Point, point though. <laughs> it's like dumb as hell. I think, I think Hawkeye would be the worst of all those. Bro, he's a sharpshooter. What are you talking about? Well, yeah, using a bow and arrow. It's not like we've seen, seen him do, you know, three-point. We don't know how good of a shooter he is. He might be, though. You don't know. Like, same, same concepts. He's well, got to figure out. Listen, where's where where's the scouting tape on Hawkeye that proves that that dude could actually shoot? Where's, I'm literally with at Jeremy Renner and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> What's the three point game like? Mid range. I got to know the stats. <laughs> What's Jay Bill's scouting report on, on, on Hawkeye? <laughs> hey guys, just a reminder: football is in full effect, and Bet Online is doing everything they can to make sure you get in on every imaginable prop this season from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props bet online gives you more options to wager than any other place online head to bet online today and use promo code armchair to take advantage of all the great sign-up opportunities bet online your online sports book experts support for the hoops and hefeweizens podcast comes from manscaped who's the best in men's below the belt grooming manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels I like that rhyme there. Jingle balls to the walls, fellas. Mercy. Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. Thank God for that. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I am talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Likely pun intended. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 3.0 has a proprietary advanced skin-safe technology, so this trimmer cuts on your nuts. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. The lawnmower 3.0 comes inside their brand new Perfect Package 3.0, which makes for the perfect gift this holiday season. It's literally everything you need to keep trimmed, cut-free, and smelling nice down there. Guys, don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. That's just nasty. The Perfect Package also comes with a pair of Manscaped boxers that will keep your junk feeling fresh all day. It's time to upgrade those old, overused pair of boxers to Manscaped's high-performance anti-chafing boxers. Tis the season to Manscaped, so get yourself, your dad, your brother, or your friends the best gift of all, the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. All right, we want to move to uh, listener questions. We are going to move to listener questions. This is what we're going to do. All right, let's see. No question from James this week since he's on, but uh, let's see. Yeah, James, what's it like being on this side of the veil? It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. Let's see. Um, okay, Grace has two questions. One for us as a group and then one for James. James, we're starting off because you know, you, you already said you, you're uh, nervous about answering this question. <laughs> so should be fun. So, uh, hello, did you see what draft picks the Wings got? Can you look forward to some WNBA analysis on MFLs this upcoming season? Um, yes, I saw, I saw what uh, draft picks uh, the Wings got. Uh, 
I know they got the second pick. I think they got the fifth pick. I want to say like the eighth pick and some like another you know, pick in the in the teens. So they have they have four picks again, which is fucking insane in the first like in the first round or whatever. Um, so yes, I saw that. Uh, can we look forward to have more WNBA stuff? Absolutely. Um, Bryce, uh, the editor editor in chief, is going to be looking more into that. Uh, doing uh, this last year was kind of weird because we had both WNBA and NBA happen at the same time. So. You know, obviously we're an NBA, you know, first uh, first site. So, you know, WNBA, we did a weekly kind of recap stuff. This year, I'm thinking we may do like, you know, game, you know, after, you know, uh, post-game stuff too as well for them. Um, not quite sure yet, but we'll have something up. The, up the I'm happy to cover more wings on the pod when stuff starts happening. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, me Especially too. Especially if we have two top five picks in this, this year's draft. That could be fun. Exactly. All right, let's see. Second question from Grace uh, is for is – for, uh, is for James. Uh, James. <laughs> you <get> his name? <laughs> yeah, it's just, so I was looking for the question. Um, favorite Korean food, James. Oh, let me start off because I found Michael Carter Williams' stat line for his first game. Okay. What was it? 22 points, 12 uh, rebounds. No, 12 assists, damn. 7 rebounds, 9 steals. Oh, so, fuck. Okay. So, okay. He was a plus 12. He was a plus 12. Not too bad. It's pretty good. For a first game ever as a rookie. Anyway, he, James. So your favorite Korean food is Michael Carden Williams' first game <laughs> stat line. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. No. What is it, James? What is your favorite Korean food? I have a lot of favorite Korean foods. Okay, pick like a top three. Top three? Yeah. Bagogi. Okay. Okay. Korean beef. Bibimbap. Oh yeah, bibimbap fucking rules. Yeah. No idea what that is. It's like a bowl of rice, meat, and vegetables with like a red chili paste. You mix it up. Yeah. You like put the egg in there. Sounds great. That's good. A lot of protein. There you go. I'm into it. And like I said, there's a lot of dishes I like. I mean, I'll eat a lot. Well, just know that uh, our entire Korean uh, fan base will be very upset if you don't answer this third question. Or the, the third the third spot in your Korean food. <laughs> With the one person and me? <laughs> Grace? <laughs> Listen, I did not want to upset our good friend Grace. I'm, I would go with Denjun Jige. It's like a, it's a soup. Oh, Ooh. shit. Okay. Oh, okay. That's like, a, from, like a bean soup. Okay. Oh, okay. That's cool. Got, got like tofu and like all that kind of stuff. Nice. All right. Let's see. Okay. Next question comes from... Uh, Chris C. Okay, Chris. Uh, he asks, who will be the primary ball hander slash creator when Luca's on the bench this season? Fuck, hmm. JJ? No. Nah. Probably, serious answers. <laughs> like, <laughs> likely Trey Burke, uh, I think, would make the most sense since he's the uh, most tenured veteran of, uh, amongst our guards. It's probably going to be initiating a lot of the plays. Uh, spe- and uh, Jalen Brunson's actually probably right up there. Yeah, I think it, I think it's going to be like a two man race, kind of like mm-hmm. they'll kind of designate whoever's on the floor, like mm-hmm. or they're both on the floor. You know, they'll probably communicate like who's. Gonna, you know, I don't take think we can. Uh, I don't think we can sleep on Terry. I mean, I I want it to be Tyrell Terry, but knowing Carl, that, that's what I want to happen. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Ty, I mean, uh, I think that you know Carlisle. It, it just, it's just pretty easy to see his tendencies of uh, using the older guards. Like he just you know 
Yeah. I just yeah. keep thinking back to DSJ seasons where, you know, make, make two or three stupid flashy passes that wind up in the stands. It's like you're on the bench. Yeah. My yeah. counterpoint to that is Brunson played a lot his rookie year. Yeah. But like Brunson came into the league, a senior from college coming off the, you know, NCAA. The Nova, yeah. Nova championships. So. He's, no, he's a two-time player of the year. Yeah. Two-time player of the year. Like, yeah, I guess what I'm getting at is like he's a little less rookie-ish. I guess it, if that makes any sense, like he, you know, having the four years of college underneath as opposed to Terry, that's twenty, I think, maybe twenty-one. Um, no so, idea. Yeah. By the way, that's. <laughs> I agree, though. I do want to see Tyrell Terry be our guy the bitch. Let's see. Next question comes from Long Clawboy. <laughs> Cool at. Um he says if we can't if we can't get Giannis an FA, which I don't believe, um, who would you like us to go after in twenty twenty one? It's looking so far ahead. Who's a, who who can be the free agent in twenty twenty one? I'm actually gonna send you the link. We got a, we got a couple of interesting ones. Um, you know, we could get uh check the chat. Check the yeah. chat, James. You know, Cody Zeller's available. Uh, Kelly Olenek, Tony Snell, Reggie oh, Bullock, Solomon Hill. He's he's still he's still here. Um, I'm, Tony's I'm, not the greatest talent of all time. I'm, I'm kidding with all of these, <laughs> by the way. Uh, the guy that I would really like to see, uh, Rashawn Holmes, is an unrestricted free agent next year. Mm. Uh, if we miss out on uh, on Giannis, uh, I think he would be a fantastic person to plug in as far as a great rebounder, a uh, lot of different skill set. seems to be a pretty smart guy. Like he seems to be like one of the only competent Kings when I'm watching any Sacramento games. So I would love him on the Mavericks. Uh, and let's see that that's probably the only one uh, I do. I would like Gorgie Dang to be on this team just because I think he has the funniest nickname, uh, which is the gorgeous dong. Um, and that's, <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my top tier analysis. Jesus Christ. Okay. Bring the gorgeous dong to Dallas. <laughs> Let's see. I'm looking at this free I'm looking at this free agent a list right here for next year. Cause you know, I don't like to think too far ahead, but fuck it. Let's do it. We'll do it live. Um, oh, I want the gorgeous dong. Gorgeous dong. <laughs> that that's gonna be in the promo. That's what we're using. Just like that. That's a sound bite you will never live down. <laughs> yeah, that's that's forever. Like we want the gorgeous dong. Literally gonna be uh, gonna be sending that to aliens. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be the last remaining audio of all humanity. Is gorgeous dong. This dong. <laughs> So I'll look at this free agency uh, for next year. Besides Giannis, if you can't get him, um, dude. Oh, I mean, that drama, drama's a free agent next year. Maybe it was a Sengalese sniper. Sengalese sniper. <laughs> Sengalese sniper. Uh, let's see. Udonis uh, Haslam's still a player. He's still he's, he's still the heat. Forty-one. Udonis Haslam still exists. Honestly, dude, if we could get if we could get Andre Drummond for an actual good contract, I'd be down with that. Um, the mid-level? I mean, I'm not going to get into discussion about this because it's a very big point of contention in the Mavs Twitter. <laughs> but, uh, That's uh, what he's going to get. He's going to get the mid-level ex- exemption next year. I mean, I like I, we, I like I like that he pulls rebounds. I like that he's just a big dude, you know. Uh, actually got his, got his shoulders uh, surgically uh, shaved because, you know, he used to have big patchy arms. Or- if you want a center that has empty stats, then I guess we can get him. 
I don't know. There's, there's a, there's a great uh, YouTuber out there. Uh, I can't remember his name, but the, the channel is Thinking Basketball, uh, and he's he does YouTube videos and a podcast. And one of his podcasts, it was remarkably interesting, talking about uh, the importance of rebounding and how it really isn't uh in the sense that like having like being the leading rebounder like how much does that lead to postseason success or really to win shares at that matter and like it's a really great stat it's something that we've like really kept but like and we always like oh the guy's an awesome rebounder that's what we need you know you get a new possession but ultimately what does that like so when he was in detroit leading the league in rebounds like so they restarted a bunch of possessions that ultimately led to not very good offense. So, like, that doesn't lead to, like, good production. Drummond is meant to be on bad teams. I, I'm inclined to agree with you. Like, uh, I, he's, he's meant to be on bad teams put big numbers, and that's it. I guess we haven't seen him on a good team yet. And, that's I mean, it that's sounds what... like it's going to be another year so if he's going to still remain on Cleveland. So, we'll, he's, he's a glorified he's, Hassan Whiteside. Well, he's going to get a lot of good stats, take, like, grabbing all of the bricks that Sexton – and uh, the rest of their team, the rest Garland. of the team, yeah, Garland, oh, yeah, and Garland. Kevin Love, and Larry Nance. Yeah, Nance's break yeah up. they got a lot of great shooters that will give <laughs> get a lot of bricks, give them, give them rebound opportunities. They will build houses for habitat for you, man. But uh, you know, uh, another guy that I'm interested in is uh, Kelly Obrey Jr. is in free next year. You know. Uh, I know you got traded Golden State this year. They might be ranking one another fucking uh, playoff run this year, even without uh, without Clay. But uh, I've always mentioned that dude. So if he could stay healthy, yeah. Th- yeah. I mean, if he has a good season with Golden State, and like I said, I mean, he was really impressive in the bubble. Uh, or wait, no, 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 he didn't play in the bubble. Sorry, uh, I'm sorry. He was really impressive prior to getting hurt, um, and uh, ultimately, like, I mean. I love Ubre. I, I hope he does well. I thought he was just absolutely uh, – he, he was just in the doldrums of the NBA, also known as Washington, which uh, Washington trades for Russell Westbrook has zero national games this year. Yeah. Ubre has the best uh, nickname. What was his nickname? Tsunami Poppy. Oh, yeah, Tsunami Poppy. That's right. Uh, I love it. Why? I have no idea. I have no idea. He's the father of natural disasters. What is this? I have no idea. (laughs) That's a cool nickname, though. Tsunami Poppy's great. I just want to know, like, so he's like Poseidon. (laughs) Is is Poseidon the original Tsunami Poppy? I guess so. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Next question comes from. Next question comes from Bradley Patrick, who I believe is Bryce's brother. Nice. um, Asks us. Lots of people ask what your favorite Christmas movie is. Mm. What's your least favorite, or what do you feel is the most overrated Christmas movie? A Christmas Story is overrated. No, oh, no way! Whoa. Absolutely not! Whoa! Absolutely not! Is it good Damn. enough to play all day? What's Bro. that? Is it good enough to play all day on TV? No, it should be in the rotation, though. That's my yeah, argument with it. Don't like, it's also, but it's also 50 years old or however old it is. It could be probably longer. I'm sorry. I love this classic so much. A Christmas Story? Yeah, absolutely. That's dude. Good, That's old I am. Dude. You're 50? I don't, you're 50 years old? <laughs> you're thinking of it as a wonderful life. I'm thinking of it it's a wonderful life. <laughs> yeah. but, also, but I I know the difference. Yeah, I, I, I'm misplacing the timings. It's set in like the... 40s or 50 or whatever. Whatever the fuck, yeah. He's about 83. 
It came out in 83, really? Or something like that. Damn, they're okay. fucking old, bro. No. All right, sorry to turn this into a TED Talk. We're figuring this out. All right, so... <laughs> that movie's overrated. I don't know. I'm trying to... Th- so one, the one that I don't, like, really appreciate... Home Alone. One, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. Home Alone 2 is better. But they're still really good. Okay, anyway. Anyway, so the movie that I actually actually don't like a lot is uh, The Santa Claus. The Tim Allen one. Yeah, uh, fuck those movies. Well, because it's fucking creepy, bro. Like, <laughs> it's like it's like Santa dies. Santa fucking dies. <laughs> it's then, pretty goddamn dark, and it was already like, replaced. It's like the Santa bad, dies. Bad Santa, dude. Bad Santa's good. Bad Santa's good though. <laughs> so, no, okay, but Santa Claus. Santa dies, and then fucking like it's like a body horror movie where like this dude's body starts starts changing and like his personality starts changing. And, <laughs> I never thought of the Santa Claus as a body horror. Movie. It's fucking <laughs> terrifying, bro. He's bulking up. Yeah, like he it's can't keep terrifying. the weight off. No, I can't do that shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he grows a beard instantaneously. Um, that's my pick. <laughs> that's really good. Uh, to me, I will say that like, um, I, I don't have a problem with really any christmas movie because they all pretty much have the same they hit the same level for the most part there's some that get to like supersede it like where it's there's something fun about it in addition to the fact it's about christmas uh shout out krampus that's probably my favorite um krampus Krampus uh jingle all the way yeah that's probably the best one it's it's up there man like bad santa bad santa's fun fucking rules die hard die hard yep Christmas okay, movie. Nightmare Before Christmas. Is that a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? It's both. I feel the same. It's both. Like I could watch either either or. Like yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's I, I guess Not the any... ones that one that I didn't like. I didn't like the newest Grinch. I don't. I don't understand why we need to reanimate certain things that are already animated. Okay. Like I get the live action Jim Carrey one. That yeah. does bring a different element. So it was like weird in some cases, but like it's fine. I I enjoy it. But like the let's do let's have uh, what's his name Doctor Strange voice the Grinch. Like, Fuck that dude. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why Cumberbatch. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Who's your daddy? Uh, cucumber patch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. Cucumber patch. Yeah, cucumber patch. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm just I can't do remakes. Remakes bug me because it's just like, all right, people are going to watch this because it's something they're familiar with, and it's just like, man, just make something new that sucks. At least it's creating something. <laughs> a new thing that sucks, you know. So we got something new that sucks. Right. Yeah. Like, don't make something that's already exists and just make that worse. Squish. Do you have any Christmas movies you do not like? Oh man, I don't know. I don't know. Christmas with the cranks. I saw a great one that, or Christmas, uh, where it's actually a movie that's uh, about a cult. Like it's like much like Starship (laughs) Troopers is like a fascist propaganda movie, as if it was written by the the fascists. Yeah, it's a Christmas with the cranks. I think is what it's called. Anyways, the uh, uh, Tim Allen and uh, Dan Aykroyd's in it. Whatever. Yeah, Uh, it's. Uh, a movie that's uh, it's a pro cult movie if the cult wrote it basically it's that's great yeah it's awesome uh, shout out Jack Saint one of the weirder YouTube finds I found but he does good stuff let's see next question let's see next question comes from Adam 
who is also a Tyrell Terry Hive member. Great. Um, he asked, are boneless wings tenders? Yes. Yeah. Or they're bites. I would say they're not tenders. I'd say they were nuggets, but not tenders. I think they're too short to be tenders. They're adult chicken nuggets, and you're over 12 years old. You should not be eating them. <laughs> I can actually get – I can get with that partisan <laughs> uh, stance. I'm good with that. All right, let's see. Next defund, one. Defund huh? <laughs> defund boneless wings defund boneless what? <laughs> were they getting public funding <laughs> that's the next are, wait no are you just saying that they need to reallocate the boneless wings oh my god dude jesus i get into this shit okay <laughs> reallocate the beirut <laughs> let's see Tomas hit the red button <laughs> next question i'm fucking clever right. so next question comes from rutuj um, Rutuge asks, this might be a, might be more of a, a James question, but great. If Bobon and KP fart in a pool <laughs> and JD Berea is standing just behind them, do you think he will be displaced because of the waves produced by the fart? <laughs> <laughs> James? I, I think of it less of like a, a monument. Sorry, I'm, I'm talking about James here. Uh, I think of it less of it creating a wave more just like just the worst jacuzzi ever <laughs> between those two. This is where we need sports science guy come in. <laughs> Give us like the exit velocity of his fart. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> How much cork it creates, you know? Oh Jesus Christ! We're a very professional fucking podcast, guys. Just <laughs> professional to answer this question. I'm joking. I, I don't even know what just—I don't even know what just happened to me. <laughs> Bobo would create a lot of force, but KP would be like a small fart. I, I would think. You would be precise. <laughs> yeah, he seems more Bobo gentle on. in his approach. <laughs> Bobo would have a lot of force. It'd be like oh, a, a didgeridoo. Oh my god, dude. Okay, let's see. Let's go. All right, next Did you question. know a butt can bellow? <laughs> I, want the, I want the next gen stats of oh, Bobon's fart. Oh god, I we're going. We're oh moving man. On. I hope this, this is not the podcast that people yeah. people's first time checking us out. All right, let's see. Next next question comes from Charles. Charles asks, Oh my god, if you could pick the next tattoo Luca gets, what would it be? I don't know, maybe like a tasteful butterfly on his ankle, you know, just like AP's initials on his ankle. <laughs> Hugo on the Roomba. <laughs> you didn't yeah, see that on, on Instagram. His, it was incredible. I didn't see that. <laughs> on his stomach, you should say narrative. <laughs> <laughs> narrative. It reminds me of uh, it reminds me of what he called uh, uh, the Joker from. Uh, Suicide Squad or whatever, and just like it has damaged on his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> just copies all of Willie Colley Stein's tattoos. Like, like, like fucking print for print what they are. <laughs> right. How about a full body tattoo of Luca, just taller? Just taller. <laughs> I'm just like, it's not, why is his teeth on top of his lips? Oh, Jesus. Okay. Let's see. Next question. What's a good one? Next question from Irvin. Irvin asks, does Luca or KP have the harder playlist going? It's got to be KP. Luca's probably like all like Bad Bunny and yeah, reggaeton. Luca Luca has like Bad Bunny like reggaeton, but he also has like yeah Slovenian music, you know, like right. Serbian music, like or ABBA. 
Yeah, I think I think KP actually listens to rap. So like, well, if if, if Abba's on the table, uh, that's that's what I'm getting me a double helping of. <laughs> like I read on Lucas' website, his favorite movie is Mamma Mia. I love that. Oh so yeah, much Just Tricky Love. He does love that. Movie. <laughs> you think it's just because he loves Pierce Brosnan? You think it's like it's not so even because of music? Idea was, so that gives you the idea of what his pedals will be. I mean, I'm I'm down for it. Like. I don't know. I like variety. I like when I'm just like, you know, I don't know, bop to some fun, you know, hip hop or whatever. And it's just like, you know, Dancing Queen, it's kind of, kind of a jam. I forgot how good this is. But also, it's, have, it's a pretty high stakes song. You can dance. Look at why I have like Sweet Caroline on his, on his playlist. <laughs> Try some Journey. Okay, I want to say... <laughs> okay, I gotta share this with you guys. Uh, the reason I say Dance Queen is high stakes because I literally thought that the first line is "You can dance, you can die." Wow! It is not. It is "You can dance, you can jive," and I have never thought of that. Wow! We're we're just you know going so much about ourselves. You know why? I'm thinking like Yosemite Sam when he's like shooting the like gun at the floor, like dance, like you can dance, you can die. Oh my god! I'm going with your interpretation better. <laughs> yeah, I think I like that. Okay, that one when I hear that song, I'm gonna think of that line. <laughs> Got it. All right, let's see. Next question comes from Dalton. Dalton asks, rank in terms of how hype you are, all the new Mavs members. Also, we definitely need to get some Ghost Pepper wings at the AAC. Deal. Yeah, I can totally see that. I, I'll talk to Cuban about that. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> you have the clout. No, but uh, um. So new players that we got. Let's see. We have. I'm trying to remember, top of my fucking head. Uh, who do we got? Let's see. Uh, not people that we signed back, but people that are actually like new to us. So mm-hmm. Jay Rich is one. Tyler Bay. All right. So what what are the degrees of hypeness here? Like, what's the opposite of hype? Uh, fuck. I don't know. Like, not hype. Underwhelmed. Sh- under under. under I, I like underwhelmed. That's pretty good. Um, so, underwhelmed. What's like mid tier? Like, like. Just like head nod is that like what whelmed i like that better whelmed <laughs> so properly whelmed uh properly then, whelmed <laughs> so whelmed oh we have so we have tyler terry or tyrell terry's fuck god damn it. tyrell terry I, i'll go hype i'll go full josh, hype. josh richard okay what do you got okay tyrell terry guys who are we thinking what are we thinking hype for right now i'm pretty whelmed i'm like i know he will be good eventually but I don't think that shows too much unless, you know, he has to play more. Is he going to play? Yeah, so that's yes. kind of what's where I'm going at. It's like, I think he does eventually, but like starting off, I just think like, I'm whelmed for right now. I'm keeping it, I'm just keeping it low for right now on him. So yeah, I have whelmed for him. Okay, Jay Rich. Jay, okay, Jay Rich. Uh, hype as fuck. <laughs> hype is. I am overwhelmed. <laughs> Overwhelmed. It's like Overwhelmed that. with hype. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, James? I'm hyped. <laughs> <laughs> that was like so... I like that you put the thought into it. I know. You really didn't think about it. What do you, what do you think, Squish? <laughs> but who again? Sorry. Ash Richardson. Who's that? that answers that. Fuck off. Okay, that's the answer. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm hype about Josh. Okay, like, who's that? And Fuck Terry. 
Uh, do you do you want do we want to include like the the exhibit ten or whatever guys into this? Exhibit ten, or like what? exhibition ten or whatever, like the like oh the, like, like the practice squad dudes. Yeah, I I don't even know who those are. I know the, like Nate Devontae, Hampton, Devontae Patterson, Nate Hinton are the two guys. I don't know who they are. I am underwhelmed. I'm I'm pretty yeah. whelmed on I'm pretty whelmed on Hinton. I don't know anything about uh, Devontae though, so. I'm under. I guess under one for him. I am uh, overwhelmed until proven hyped. <laughs> Let's see. Next guy, uh, James Johnson. Hype. I'm hyped. That's hyped. One, that one. I'm hyped on. Yeah, I'm hyped. Yeah, I'm. I'm ready for he, that. He's just so cool. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Wes Wundu. Mace Mace Wundu. Yeah, Mace Wundu. Yeah, Mace Wundu. Underwhelmed. Is he, Is he gonna be on the team? I don't fuck. That's true. I don't know. You really don't know. Why? I, hope well. I think we've got a lot of depth in that area. I'd love to see him. I want to see his career continue. Um, yeah. So, I, I I have him. I guess whelmed. Like I don't know. Like I just he's an unknown to me until you know the uh, roster is set. Uh, Josh Green. Whelmed. Yeah. Whelmed. Yeah. Again, I don't think he's a guy who contributes immediately. Like, I think he does eventually, but I don't know where to kind of put him at yet. So, mm-hmm. I got him. Underwhelmed. Underwhelmed, okay. Oh. I, I didn't want him. You didn't want him? <laughs> I didn't want him. <laughs> Send him back. Send him back. <laughs> Real quick, on the media day, I was most disappointed in his uh, interview. Not because of anything he said. It's just that he doesn't have an accent. I'm like, then why are you from Australia? Like, what's your point? Could he <laughs> well, why do you all really you can't talk like that? You're living in America, bro. Like, what is the point of you? <laughs> you ain't even Vegemite. Like, don't even bring it up. Like, unless you're like, oh, I'm from Australia. It's just like, no, that's Josh, not. Josh Green. Josh Green, it's for like listening they, to this, I'm sorry. <laughs> He's like Ben Simmons. <laughs> they drafted him. They get him there. Oh, man, say crikey. Crikey. Fuck. Send him back. Call noise. Yeah. Okay, uh, uh, Freddie. What do you mean Jul- you haven't wrestled an alligator? Never in my <laughs> life, dude. And it's also crocodiles in Australia. You don't even have the accent. What got I? What is Vegemite? <laughs> yeah, anyone that can willingly eat Vegemite, you know what? Might be a pretty tough defender. Maybe that's a good point. <laughs> Let's see, uh, Freddie Gilles- Freddie Gillespie. I don't know who that is. Underwhelmed. I don't know anything about him. Sorry. What did you call me? <laughs> uh, isn't that the stadium? The the the. Patriots play home of the Patriots. <laughs> That's Gillette Field. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. All right, let's see. All right, let's see. Uh, Tyler Bay. Hyped. Bay. So hyped. I'm pretty hyped on him. Yeah. I, yeah. There's, I don't think there's a way he doesn't play rotation yeah. minutes. But he's, he's on a two way contract, though. Is he on a two way? Yeah. yeah, but yeah. I think, yeah, but I think this year is so weird. Like, he's going to be, you know, more or less an impact somewhere. You know, still might, still might get COVID. And he might have to play. I mean, I think he's gonna get good playing time. I like, I like his skill set. Uh, we'll just see if he can, you know, get a better shot than he currently has. He's like a Sean Marion Sorry kid, though. That's mm-hmm. what I like about him. Okay, next, next question comes from JKM Princes, president of Trill Island. I love it. <laughs> um, discuss my hot take best scenario super lineup: Luca six seven, uh, Timmy six six. Circa 2020 to me. Um, Richardson, 6'6". Six, six, uh, circa Miami. Uh, Willie Cauley-Stein at the four. Um, circa SEC uh, Defensive of the Year. Uh, 
plus the IG plus the Instagram three ball videos. Um, KP circa 2020 playoffs. Okay, real quick. I'm addressing the Instagram three-pointers really fast. <laughs> Every NBA player is good at shooting a basketball by themselves. Every single one of them. They're so good at it. All like, God, who is it? Was it Wendell Carter that was showing like, yeah, I've got three points. It's like, no, like what, what you do in practice versus what you're capable of doing in a game are just two completely different things. Um, and like, there's even guards that like, it takes years for them to develop a three-point shot. You know, if it takes Jason Kidd, what, eight years before he actually starts shooting threes for the most part? Like, well, hitting threes well. He took those shots, but still, like, it's, I don't know, Instagram three-pointers. I'm just like, all right, neat. <laughs> but so, it's, it's, like, it's like Instagram boxing videos. <laughs> Man, he's so tough and fast. Look at him. I mean, this is, I mean, assuming, let's, assuming that Willie d- actually did develop a three-point shot and hits it consistently this lineup is fucking insane <laughs> like it's really big like it's super big <laughs> like well the smallest guy is what thj yeah thj I, and richardson I, I, are both six six well didn't we just say that like that that this wasn't enough si- like i guess i don't know it's like kp's gonna be your four or really he's a guard offensively and then like you've got two is what Maxie's six ten, right? He's not quite seven foot, right? Yeah, he's six eight. Yeah, he's like six ten. Yeah, six ten, but with a pretty high vertical. Like, yeah, that's a lot of length. I like it. It I mean, is the only weakness. Like THJ is probably your only weak defender there, but yeah. And I think Let's he see. tries. Like, I don't feel like there's a lot of like he just watches the ball go past him kind of moments. Yeah. No. Let's see. Uh, next question comes from uh, Bro Rave. He says, um, "Would any of the rookies be joining the starting five? If yes, who?" I would imagine, from what I've heard from Rick Carlisle, I would guess Green uh, would. I be, think Green eventually. Yeah, Green we'll would be probably the closest, the most streamlined, and it's not just because of the the draft pick, but ultimately, like he's being mentioned amongst. Uh, the first things that, that Carlisle brings up kind of unprompted. Uh, and also he's just, I think the reason they went with Josh Green this year is because he has skill sets that they already want to plug him in and him do things that he already knows how to do. Not necessarily like, all right, he's going to yeah. grow into this role, which sounds more like Tyler Bay is going to be more of that project. Tyrell Terry is going to be more of a project. Uh, but it sounds like Josh Green is going to be the quickest to adapt to his NBA role because what he does well so far is, you know, he's super athletic. He defends well and he shoots a sits or a standstill three pretty well. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think Josh Green would probably be the one, if any of them would crack the starting rotation this year. I'm not so sure. Maybe in the future, like guys are leaving or something like that. But mm. for this year, especially, I think Josh Green would be the guy mm. out of any of them. Uh, James squish. You guys have anything to add? I'll do that. You got it. <laughs> yep. Sounds good. Right. Awesome. I uh, see. Next question's for me. Me only. Uh, <laughs> Nobody answer. Everyone well, be quiet. Let, let's let no. Ruben answer his special question. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. I love when people just ask me stuff because it's fucking hilarious to me. Anyway. Um, Ramiro, like Cloud? Ramiro asked. Way up there. It's, eh, it's all right. Ramiro <laughs> asked, um, did Reddit Maverick score another sneaker W after last week's Jordan 4 cop? Uh, yes, I did. Um, so my birthday is tomorrow, which Monday, 
Um, this is the and, first I've heard of it. Happy early birthday, bud. Yeah, yeah just wish it to me tomorrow. No, I'm playing for <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. No, but, um, no, but, uh, take it so, back. <laughs> so, uh, I was going to buy myself a pair of shoes just like as a birthday. Oh, actually, I was gonna, I was going to buy it, but my fiance was going to pay for it, like, give them money, whatever. Anyway, anyway, so I woke up at 5 55 in the morning yesterday to try to get the Yeezy breads, which are like they're, um, they're black and red right it's my favorite color scheme for any shoe they're not made out of bread no they're not no that, that'd be a really neat feature um but no so got up at six. they would be yeasties yeah they would be yeasties i got them I got at i woke up at six i was on that app for i was on the, i was on like on a bunch of like different sites trying to get these shoes for fucking like an hour didn't get them so i was like fuck so i was like fuck this like i'm done um forgot that another jordan was dropping yesterday um, I like them a lot. They're the Jordan Nines, uh, University Blue. Um, I like them a lot because they look like baseball cleats. Because those were the Jordans that were released whenever Michael Jordan was playing baseball. Cool. So it takes a lot of inspiration from baseball. So I was like, "Fuck!" Like, might as well. So I bought those instead. It was Easy Cop. I was like, "Okay, cool. I'm done for the year. Hopefully, <laughs> I don't plan on buying anything else for like the next like three months for myself." So. How many pairs of shoes do you own? Like, like uh, sneakers specifically? Uh, I, for like sneakers that I don't like, sneakers I'd say I own like ten pairs. I think. I think no, I own. I think I own eight pairs of Jordans. I own a pair of um, those like recyclable uh, runners. Oh, cool! With those are fucking nice. Um, they're just super comfy. Um, then I have like I have a couple pairs of shoes I just wear for work that aren't Jordans because I cannot wear those at work with mm-hmm. my students. So yeah, no way. Uh, Grambo, same question to you. How many pairs of shoes do you, or like how many sneakers do you have? That were like currently? Sure. Yes. No, like in the future. Like how many you plan on getting? Well, I have like three pair right now. Word. That's that's kind of more of the same boat I'm at right now. I'm like, <laughs> like, I'm, like I'm closer to like five. If I I, I don't know. I, mean, I, I compared the I compared the KDs like the last one you had, and I got two regular shoes. Sure. Yeah, those KDs are cool though, man. So. Some kick around. Yeah. Let's Squish, do you have legs or are you just an, uh, an emoji? Yeah, uh, I'm just a floating avatar. Yeah. Okay. I don't actually have legs. I'm working on acquiring them though. I hear it's <laughs> nice to be able to walk around. Floating does get old. It, it's not like flying. You're pretty low to the ground. So. <laughs> yeah, it's just not walking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's it's just see. not walking. <laughs> Next question comes from Mavs Phil Room. Good guys. I like those guys. Um, Top five foods and brews that the AAC needs to serve when COVID is over. That's a good question. Please bring petty colas, please. Yeah, it, like any. I'll just say local breweries. It's the way to go. Yeah, because yeah, the amount of kegs they would have to order to facilitate an arena, I'm sure, would make up for like the lack of sales during the pandemic. Exactly. Well, I mean, it's hard to say considering like how many people are actually going to be at the. AAC. Uh, you know maybe next year AAC, next sorry yeah. so what kind of food though food kind of food you know i think wings would actually be really tricky mid-game you know like that's a that's a hard thing to like eat in your lap you know what i mean like, kimchi fries kimchi fries would be good great Ooh, absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah that's a good fucking <laughs> Uh, I'm a Philly cheesesteak guy. I like, I like, that's one of my favorite sandwiches ever. I think that would be something that'd be pretty easy to, if you're already serving burgers and things like that, like Philly cheesesteak is the way to go. They should have like some barbecue there. Could work. 
Yeah. Terry I, Blacks. Is that oh, Reno? Oh, if they got Terry Blacks there, fuck. I'd be done. Mm. That's just already expensive though. But <laughs> but it's worth it. It's worth it. it is yeah. Worth Do it, not though. wear the city edition jersey or yeah, jacket. Please. Yeah. Or if you're no. if you're getting Terry Blacks, it, yeah, that is, not, yeah. Don't do that. You're gonna look like you yeah, came back from a Christian. Gallagher concert. <laughs> concert. Gallagher. Gallagher. Uh, maybe Gore. Now these are both 1980s references. They have Gallagher at yeah, halftime. That's how Michael Jordan. City night. team. <laughs> yeah, Mike McCarthy's the the halftime show smashing a watermelon. Jesus. Okay. Next question. Next question comes from Weasley. Weasley asks, "Would you get a face tattoo like Willie or neck tattoo like James Johnson?" I think neck tattoo is more likely. I don't know because to me, if I see face tattoo, I don't think Willie Colley Stein. I think uh, Post Malone. Chelsea. And I want to not be that, so I'll go neck tattoo. I think Deshaun Stevens with neck tattoo. Yeah, yeah neck, I'll, I'll get tattoo. an Abe Lincoln right here. That's no problem. Fuck yeah, dude. I'd like I'd get a neck tattoo probably. Who would you get a neck? T- if you had to get a person, who would you get a neck tattoo of? Dirk. Yeah. Mine would be <laughs> mine would be Billy Mays. <laughs> Billy Mays. Just because it'd be hilarious. More. Yeah, exactly. It's just like I have a beard, but then I like look up and like, wait, there's another beard here. Oh my god. <laughs> you just have your your beard draped over it and there's like a big reveal <laughs> what would you get hey, there's more yeah what would what? you get squish hi billy mays here in here <laughs> squish what would you get oxy clean um <laughs> neck tattoo or face tattoo neck tattoo i don't want a yeah. tattoo on my face yeah and i can't do it i just can't do fucking face tattoo i'm sorry i'm, I'm too pretty <laughs> just kidding yeah. all right let's see next question comes from jennifer she asks on a scale of one to one million, how excited are you for the maps to start back up? I mean, at least a two. But I'm like at a fucking 30 billion right now. <laughs> I said at least me. two. That counts. <laughs> at least two. <laughs> uh, easily it's over 9,000. It's over 9,000. I need... I need this back in my life so bad. This is great. I, know. I'm I just hope that I hope they're all safe and it works out. But yeah. yeah, I'm oh my god. This just after what we did last season. I am overwhelmed with hype. Times a million. That's cool. my answer now. All right, let's see. Next question. Let's see. Uh okay. Uh we already, we already can't answer the, we already kind of answered this one. It's from Ollie James. He says if Giannis resigns the Bucks. Who's the FA we should target? Again, I think my guy is Victor Oladipo, probably. So, yeah, we're into this one. Okay, uh, let's move on. Um, Courtney, Courtney, a dude named Courtney, actually. Okay, cool. Right on. Uh, he asks. Courtney Lee is asking this question. No, no, not Courtney Lee. <laughs> if he did that, I'd be like, oh shit. Anyway, um, let's see. He said, uh, instead of getting hard asses to protect Luca and KP, do you think the duo sought out players that match their own toughness? Those two want all the smoke all the time. That's fucking true. <laughs> for some for some reason, makes it even more of an exciting season, off season. Yeah, I, I I feel like when it comes to like people like Josh Richardson, like Luca already had like that connection with them beforehand. Like when it came to practicing with him, and I know they're buddy buddy like on Instagram and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure Luca had some some say on that. Like, hey, like I would really like to get this guy, you know, or like. You know, like, I think this guy would be really good on a team. Like, kind of vouching for him. Um, I don't know if they necessarily sought out 
quite yet. I don't think either of those guys are at that are at um, a point in their careers where they can kind of do that. You know, um, Luca Pauly would probably be better at it in the future, just because he will be the face of the franchise. And uh, sorry, people on Twitter, but he might be the face of the NBA someday. <laughs> so, right, you know, like he might have that pool, but I don't think I don't think they specifically like sought out guys. So. I mean, I think ultimately guys that are good defensively and guys that are just, you know, just have a tougher nature to them. It's, it's easy to apply like guys that have good defense are immediately like tougher. It's just, I don't know. I was watching James Johnson's media day and, you know, he was asked kind of that question. Like, do you feel you bring like a physical, like, you know, like an enforcer role? He's like, I don't think of myself as an enforcer. He's like, I'm I'm willing to do whatever I need to get my team to win because Luca can take care of himself. He doesn't back down from anybody. And I, I, I'm hard pressed to agree with him mainly yeah. because I cannot physically disagree with anything James Johnson says, whatever he says goes. <laughs> if you're like, your name's Jennifer now, I'm like, yes, sir. Okay, cool. Yes, sir. Got it. You got it. James squish. You got anything? No. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, cool. All right. It's moving on. Uh, next question comes from a, uh, uh, is it swish? Oh no, it's squish 41. He asked, uh, can an uppercut you through a table like we're in the middle of a bar fight in an old Western saloon? Um, no, you cannot because there's a fucking pandemic. No. It's a good, it's a good, po- it's a good point. Okay. Yeah, it's good to stay safe with your uppercuts. You yeah, know? No. no. Okay, can so I... post-pandemic, can you do that? So can I uh, – what if I no. – <laughs> um, In the okay. perfect world where there's no pandemic. And no. you're in a bar fight. <laughs> no, no. I can't no, even go with a free get... saloon uppercut you. This I'm is a, I'm a, first of all, I'm a happy drunk, so fuck all that. Like, God, I am guys, too. Don't you, I will don't... happily uppercut you through a table. <laughs> don't you guys just miss bar fights? Uh, you know? How do you do that? Uppercut someone through a table. I mean, uppercut you, you uppercut them. It's really so you punch upper... up uh-huh. really like, fucking hard. Like and Ken from Street Fighter? They, they, <laughs> yes, you. You hadouken them upward, and they land on the table. Okay, cool. Okay, now that we've yeah. had that, no. Okay, it's, or it's, but if it's a western uppercut, it's a hadouken. Hadouken. <laughs> um, so, uh, or you could consequently have two taller friends hold the table above their head, and like while they go up. Yeah. So then they go there's, through it. There's a lot More of Popeye style. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, like moving parts to that though. You know. He's oh, it's very hard to coordinate, <laughs> but uh, th- possible. All right, let's see. We're here Next. to make dreams come true here on the Bison's podcast. Next what question. Um, not, for, not for Squish. Anyway, next question uh, is from Chris. He asked, uh, <laughs> KP and Luke are taking the rookies out on, a ta- on, a, on the town, hitting the bars in Uptown. Who gets drunk first, and what is their drunk meal restaurant? <laughs> from the rookies. Well, the rookies can't get drink legally yet, though. Yeah, so. I know. Like, <laughs> that's true. Okay. Hypothetically, though, like if it was like they could drink, like if they were in Mexico or something. I don't know. <laughs> like, Lucas okay. the bombs. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I don't know. Well, but also, since I, I'm assuming they haven't acquired the college acumen yet of drinking that well. Oh, Jesus. Uh, so, like, you know, that's like, I'd be like a two drinks and they're, they're fucking through the gone. roof. Yeah. Dance I think table. he has more refined drinking palette so he's probably drinking like something like sophisticated yeah lucas, but fucking wine bro like and lucas like pounding jager bombs 
I can see that. I can legit see that. <laughs> Lucas seems like he'd be a fucking wild dude on, wild dude on the town. I don't uh, know, man. I feel like Lucas is just going to be the one that just keeps inviting them over. Like, they never go out because they just keep having Fortnite tournaments at his I was place. About to say, yeah. What if we just came over to my place and, <laughs> and get drunk there? So, like, Mike's hard lemonade. <laughs> like, first white drinkers claws. drinks. Yeah, White Claws, like crazy. Let's see. I think Tyrell the- Terry couldn't make it to practice today, getting too, getting white clawed up. So what's, of- Tyrell- what's, so what's their drunk meal? Okay, so speaking of, I think it would be Tyrell Terry who gets drunk first. Just, just, just that volume and weight. He just, look, makes he sense. just looks like he just looks like he he looks like a child. So yes, a tall <laughs> child. <laughs> um, yeah. But um, a, a drunk meal. Okay, so if they're in uptown. Dude, I never go to uptown anymore, so I have no idea the fuck. Is that like it. what Cafe Brazil? Is that around there? That's usually oh, wow. that was usually my Dallas Dallas drunken night of choice. What, or what the, the ginger man? Bro, I'd be going. I'd be going to Serious Pizza. The Black Fires Pub. I'd be going to Serious Pizza. I think or Buzz Brews. But just look at but Buzz look at his own pizza. But Luke has his own pizza to his pizza though. Was that the last Mavs meetup that we did? Was yeah, it Buzz so, Brews? Buzz Brews. Oh, yep. Yeah, like three weeks before the season ended. Yeah. <laughs> Or Shout out Buzz Bruce, the last uh, hangout we all did in person <laughs> yeah. where there was like a bluegrass acoustic Oh, yes. Fuck it, that was awesome. And that they were awesome. really annoyed we wanted to watch the All-Star game. <laughs> on, put it on like one TV. <laughs> Until they left. And then I was like, okay. <laughs> all right, let's see. Donnie Nelson's burner account. Oh, Grant. Grant asked. Um, this, is, this is for, uh, this is for, uh, this is for uh, James. Um how much cheese is too much cheese? Every fucking time. There, there isn't such a thing as too much cheese. Uh, $25 million for Andre Drummond is too much cheese. <laughs> Shout out there Tim we, Beamer. There we go. That's too much cheese. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Next question comes from Reese. Mind of Reese, who actually has his own podcast, which is fucking cool. Like, it's like... That's the wild boy right there. Yeah, that dude's fuck. Yeah, I, yeah, he's fucking hilarious on Twitter. Uh, we, we, <laughs> I love his podcast. His we should, we can read, read read his tweets. He has content right there. Jesus, dude, not right now. But let's see. <laughs> this is already getting an explicit mark. Yeah, It'll be fine. Current Mav, you think you can beat in a fist fight? Oh, none. There's. Well, no. Professional way. athlete. I don't. Yeah. They're yeah. all kicking. My, they're all kicking my ass. Yeah. There's. Like, yeah, I think they're all. Well, yeah. I'm gonna, if I'm gonna try. I'm going to say Boban because he's the one I feel like I could reason with quicker. <laughs> it's like, really, man, you don't want to do this. <laughs> it's going to be JJ if I could try. Yeah, I think I'd pick JJ. I would pick JJ. No like, way. if I had, if I had no to. No way. That, dude, that, dude's, that dude's experienced death already via Andrew Bynum and has come back. Like, <laughs> but, he's, there's nothing that scares him. I nah, do not want to fight a scrap, that dude. He's a scrappy vet. I don't nah. We're both old. Our bodies hurt a lot. We probably wouldn't want to fight anyway, so we'll just – Try to play. be old together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who's currently injured? Maybe that'll be who I pick. <laughs> oh, KP, fuck. go for the knees. That's super fucked up. Whoa, <laughs> that is super. Okay, anyway. Reap the leg. Okay. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can outrun KP probably at this point. I don't know. Reap the leg. Can <laughs> I just fight Rick Carlisle for a quick death? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, because he because he wouldn't make it quick, bro. He would. That's oh. true. Oh god, it's too calculated. Yeah, like, calculated not, seven game takedown. Jesus. Uh, okay, <laughs> let's see. Next question comes from uh, Mavs Facebook. Ah, he asked, um, 
should we start a petition to force the NBA to allow JJ to play on Bobon's shoulders <laughs> so they can form a mega human like Byung Sun and Ambrose in the 2000, 2005 hit movie Kicking and Screaming? <laughs> <laughs> I love this idea. I feel, I feel like we've discussed this before. This is podcast, basically actually. this is JJ Barea driving a Bobon Mac Warrior. It's fucking like, Voltron, dude. <laughs> J, J. John Barea Botron. <laughs> I'd be so down for this, dude. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the legalities of it are, but like, I would so be down for it. They're so. just like, no. It's like you got to check them in this too. It's like, no. This is just one guy. They're like wearing a trench coat. How the Vincent? Seahawks up five nothing at halftime? Oh shit! What five nothing? Uh, uh, safety score. sounds like it. Anyways, <laughs> they scored five goals. Duh. <laughs> five nothing halftime score of a football game. Oh, that's weird. That's fun. Yeah, five they goals. Went, yeah, five extra points. <laughs> Let me see. So yeah, I, I actually would petition for this to happen. Uh, next question comes from Craig. Craig says, "What would the Mavs starting five be if the if it was uh, a five on five MMA match?" Would you get, like five James Johnsons? Yeah, <laughs> Just James, James Johnson, Tyler Bay. I'd go Dorian Finney Smith. JJ Barea would be your like your your ringer because like he's got short dude anger like and dad strength yeah and dad strength like that <laughs> he could basically punch through a car if you wanted to, um, God who'd be another one? I think Jerry Rich would do something if he needed to. Jerry Rich could do something. I don't. He, I, I don't know. He seems like a pretty chill dude. I was um, saying, but if you got him pissed off, I think he'd be like, okay, fuck it, like let's go. But Bobon fought John Wick, so good oh true, call. that's good true. Call. Which yeah, that's true. Yeah, so bum bon. I don't know, have... man. Trey Burke might look like he might get into some stuff. Yeah, baby AI. Yeah, he might. Like, yeah, Burke could be Berea's sub. Yeah, yeah. the six six man off the bench. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> let's see. Next question comes from a K Bam Mavs podcast. They ask, "What sort of prank would you play if you were on the Mavs, and why would it be making all the chairs small and the tables big?" So Jalen Terry. Berea and Burke look super tiny compared to the rest of the team. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, I, th- I think... But think the tall guys have to sit in small chairs, too. <laughs> That's funny. So, so you just want a table where you can just basically just see Bobon and KP's head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's exactly where I was going with that. Did I tell you guys the one time I met The Undertaker? What the what? fuck? Yeah, so the reason I'm bringing this up is because, like, so... Anyways, he was sitting down. I, I want to say, like, where it was at my job. And basically, like, he was taller than me sitting down. That's it was the up. weird, like, it's just like, man, that is a lot of torso. <laughs> like, I don't know what kind of prank I would pull on these guys. I don't know. I can't think of a good one. I don't know. I mean, just like, you know, see if their refrigerator is running. I'm not a prank, dude. I don't know. Yeah, a lot I can't, of, like, I can't really. Pranks have now like just turned into just being a dick to somebody. We're just like, ha ha, pour some acid in your face and now you can't see. Ha ha, owned. It's just like, yeah, you just fucking mortally wound somebody. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I put a small explosive in your couch cushion. Now you're paralyzed. Ha! Prank. Put a free dog ad on Craigslist with his number on it. Oh, that's fucking mean. <laughs> that's super fucking mean. Uh, that's a good that's one. A good... I've, I've actually I've actually done that before to a friend. So yeah, that's <laughs> done me. 
I've I've definitely I've definitely done that before. Someone. Uh, next question comes from A uh, Aon ninety seven. He says, "Tell Reddit Spurs to eat the goddamn paper. Reddit Spurs, please eat, eat the goddamn the paper. Please eat the goddamn paper. You eat fucking paper. said. You said if the Pelicans or Mavs had a better had a better record than the Spurs, you would fucking do it. It's been." Fuck! Like what? Like five months now? Like eat the paper on the podcast. We'll bring I, you on. Actually, yes, we yeah, should do that. I'd be down for that. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Next. Qu- last. Qu- last question. Okay. Last question comes from uh, Swish MD. <laughs> His at is Doctor Clutch Forty One. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Hope he's not a. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, anyway. Um. Let's see. With the Mavs trying to go deep in the playoffs and adding new guys, vets for reinforcement among our rooks, who do you think? Can make an can make an instant impact and earn meaningful minutes. Like who do you think out of, out of our rookies would be the guy to make the instant impact? Like whether it be like in training camp or you know it's, it's either Green or Bay at this point because that they they fill a need. We need we, we're always going to need versatile defensive players, and you know our, our vets aren't going to be doing that every single night. So I can see that hap like uh, I can see them breaking into the rotation. Yeah, I got. I have, I have green. You know, there's a reason why they picked him at 18. You know, I feel like that would be the guy who would, you know, be more or less the instant, you know, addition to the rotation at any point. So that's my answer. What about you, James and Squish? We have to answer at the same time. Yes. On the count of three. No. I'm gonna keep saying Terry. Yeah, Terry. Okay. And that's it. That's, that'll be my 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 sleeper pick for that. All right, those are all the questions we got this week. The Terry Hive lives on. It a really does. Special thanks to Mr. James Grambo. You can find him at at James D Grambo on Twitter. Dude, thank you so much for uh, for jumping on the pod with us today. For real, bro. No problem. Absolutely, man. Uh, so we're hoping to do this every once in a while to do a, one of these, uh, you know, listener features. We'd love to have you guys on the pod occasionally, and uh, we like to, we. I mean, we do the listener questions because we love uh, engaging with you guys. So we hope to do that a little bit more uh, directly uh, as you know, as the season progresses. Uh, special thanks to uh, Dick Nowitzki, also known as at Squish Forty One. Uh, you can find. Uh, Ruben at Reddit Mavericks, and you can find me at Don underscore Denim, and we of course all write for the uh, MFFLs dot uh, Follow us on Twitter at the underscore MFFLs. Uh, this has been the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. Y'all enjoy the rest of your week. Later, guys. <laughs> <laughs>